Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And live we are on the health and wellness for the golden age. It is our opportunity to share with other people and be able to give health, wellness, and lots of great positive energy to be the person they're really to be and not what you've been incorporated to be, which is not really you. And so many things have been happening this week, a great deal of information. There's a a couple of pieces of material I wanted to share with everybody. And it's uh, it's one of these ones from the, uh, uh uh-oh, hang on, let me get back here. Someone's drowning. Ah. Good. Oh, that that's Lola probably at the in the car. Is that you, Lola? Uh, oh, I'll I'll it's okay. get out. Okay, I'll baby. Get out. Hang on. All right, hang on then. And um, I wanted to share this piece of, of paper. It's really good, Lola, that you can hear it. This is an article. It's only a page, but it's an article about why I'm people. Back. That's good. You can hear this piece of paper without interrupting me. Because with this piece of paper, it's very important is that we are failing to recognize and object to it and take effective action to release ourselves from their system. <gasps> and the system is the corporation. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Interesting. I got rid of them again. So keep on your drama on your end with the mute. It is a fraud on their part, but we Now are I know why his wife divorced him. I'm sorry. Uh, that's a different guy. But Remember? Uh, I don't, but let's go on. But okay. we are responsible when we have been informed about the fraud and continue to play their game. Terry, and now Terry could be anybody, has been told that he is not a U.S. citizen. So many of us have been told that. And he has been told why. And he has been told that his rem- what his remedy is, but he refuses to expatriate himself from his corporate chattel status. So there it is. Just oh. as the masses of deceit have claimed, they will cling to their own chains. And as long as we cling to our chains, nobody else can free us. Now do you Amen. understand Hallelujah. what I'm saying? Amen. Now do you understand what I'm saying? It's not just that they have, but they have and, and are committing fraud against us. It's that we are failing to recognize and object to it and this take effective action to re- release ourselves from their system. At any time prior to, during, or after any court action, Terry can raise the issue of jurisdiction or lack thereof. He can, one... Demand proof that he ever volunteered to subject himself to the United States Corporation and object 
and tell the court that he didn't ever knowingly, willingly, and even conditions under conditions of full disclosure do any such thing, and neither did his parents. He can, too, formally expatriate by signing an act of state, getting a postal of a country not in the country... of a country not in the Hague Convention is my adding, uh, because that's uh, the important uh, thing. And sending a copy to the Secretary of State. He can revoke the universal right of self-declaration guaranteed by the United Nations and its members and declare himself a living, free-born inhabitant of the geographically defined states of the United States of America. Owed every natural and unalienable right of his birthright status and owed his common law right preserved at UCC 1308 not to be obligated to perform any contract tainted by fraud entered into by third parties merely claiming to, quote, represent, quote, him, or deemed to exist because of his receipt of any compelled benefit or fruit of monopoly inducement. He has options. He has recourse. He is, but he is stubbornly sitting there playing their game, and you are feeling sorry for him and whipping up sympathy and support for him while he continues on his boneheaded way. What's worse, the one who creates and perpetuates a fraud, and this is very important to hear, for their own advantage, i.e. the corporation, or the victim of such fraud who fails to object to it even after they've been fully informed. Is it not evidence of a willing contract when people like Terry submit themselves to the court's jurisdiction and trial by a jury of foreigners. Are you beginning to get the problem here? And that's important for us to really look at what we really have been coerced in. Just like you, Patty, said, we used to say, follow the leader. We followed the leader all over the place. That was programming you for the actual direction to be taking for you to not fight the system. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. And it's invaluable that all of us are um, being able to, um, to be able to really function without being set upon by crazies. Because the crazies are not the ones that are saying, hey, the king has no clothes. They're not crazy. The king does not have clothes on them. The ones who are saying, you're crazy because we want you to believe that he has clothes on even when you lie. So it's, it's very valuable to, to get the difference there. So that was one of the things that I wanted to share. Another one of them that I have to share is uh, we had a people in um, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, have been incarcerated for traveling, of course, 
And in Pittsburgh, guess what they did? This one um, sheriff, he has a system where he he injects. He doesn't force injection on people before he will release them from his private prison. Prison. What do you think he's injecting in that person? What? Yeah, think about it. What do you think he's injecting in the person? Now, Patty, you and I have both been incarcerated. We have never had an injection of any sort into our body. Yes, I have. Well, if you had medication, did you have medication? No, they made us take. They made us take um, certain. We had to have certain shots when we went to jail. Yes. Really? Yes. See, I never had any shots. And part of the thing that with these shots, remember how we've sent out articles and we've read articles where they, the chip is so small it can be delivered uh-huh. in an injection. Well, this was long ago enough that I don't think they were that smart yet. But who knows? You know, right, and it was right. for it was for um, hot hepatitis. What's that other one that they they don't even have anymore? Tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. We all had to have the tuberculosis thing. Now, see, that's long enough ago that, yeah, that's that's obsolete now. But here now they do I have I already got lots of chips. That's why they call me Tippy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a reason. But I have, but we're doing a phone thing in uh, okay. National Liberty Alliance, and I've got it all here. I'll send it out to people Good. if they wish to do it, because the more people that call, the more harassment they get. Because the other part of it, too, that was brought out here is ask the question, why ask is it, it. affidavit altered? The why? word sworn why? is crossed out why? and verified, handwritten, verified with handwritten in it. Place. So ask it's very invaluable that you actually can uh, ask that because, see, when they say they swear, that's supposed to be combining church and state, and, oh, we can't do that because the oh, very no. few oh, people will be able be to do it. They'll be so mad. It was so important. Uh, Orpah, yeah, are yeah. you on the line? Yeah. Nope, Orpah's not on, so we've got him. Whoops. There we go. He'll just have to keep calling. He'll just have to keep calling back in and doing his harassment. One of the things about people that do harassing, they show their ignorance and their unwillingness to be able to hear what might be of value to them. And that's okay because what we're doing here is we're spreading value and not um, what is it, putting that negative energy out. We don't have to get upset about somebody like him. It's a value to us to keep our cool and just keep on going forward. And the king still doesn't have any clothes on that for sure. <laughs> and we, we, it's not good to see a naked body. I rode my moped yesterday without my overshirt on because it was so hot. Oh, I have to tell you another thing. It was so hot 
And I'm going, well, they're going to have to look at me and just say she needs to be ironed. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Needs to be ironed. That's it. But the other side of my son was so funny. He sent me a text this morning. He said, he, he had come by last night, but my phone, when I was in taking a test yesterday online for my online math, she wanted us to do scratch paper on the computer. It was the most tedious, most time-consuming. I got five questions done in 45 minutes doing it her way. Oh. And I still had problems wrong with it. And um, so, and I only have an hour and a half. So I have half of it used up for five questions, and I have 17 questions. So I said, you're out of here. I'm not using you. So I went and uh, did, I was all along doing it on paper. And I did, uh, I just continued and just clicked out of that thing. And I, I went up to the proctor, and, I, and in 45 minutes, I got 12, well, 40 minutes, I got 12 questions answered. But I planned on using that time to work in the other place on my other math class. Oh, it used up all my time. So one of the things that was interesting was that I went to the proctor and told her that I was so angry. She she took my papers and she, uh, my name's on them and she stapled them. And I said, I am going to send her an email. I've had to wait a day to send the email so I don't blast her. Because I want to be polite. <laughs> I want to be polite about it because I came into TLC and I was said, I am so angry. And I, and I explained it to them. And they said the same thing. Technology slows things down. And and you can't get through stuff. And so she's. I'm going to invite her to take the test using that scratch sheet herself in 90 minutes. Amen. And see how she feels feels at the end of it. And uh, great. uh, Because she she sent us a link that didn't work. She sent us a a thing that didn't. She finally handed us a YouTube thing, and that that way I got to. Oh, it's, it was insane because she's not checking it all the way out. So going on, I, I had turned off my cell phone. So my son last evening, because I'm having problems with one of his uh, pieces of apparatus, uh, he came right up into the yard and he had texted me, are you home? My moped's here, but he didn't come to the door. Peppy just barked a little bit. So I didn't pay any attention as being just the neighbor's. And then the strange truck turns around in our yard and leaves. Well, it's my son. And he says in his uh, thing this morning, he said, Mom, would you want me to buy you a uh, an air conditioner? Because your house literally glowed with heat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the funniest expression because we're in here. And I've got the fans going and everything's going and we're relatively comfortable. Your house was glowing with your love. (laughs) There you go. There you go. You're my girlfriend. That's what it should be. And and the other side of it is that... And he ran um, away. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't want to come into that furnace. (laughs) So I told him, I said, that is a 
cute expression. I wanted to be sure and talk to tell you about that. And uh, uh, so he's going to check out to see if there's an efficient one. I'll just put it in the kitchen so it it cools off the, the house when it's really because the dogs are suffering. I even have yeah. broken, you know, some uh, gallon plastic jugs for them to be able to have it out there and have the fan on the jugs. So my air conditioner doesn't make my bill go up hardly at all. And yesterday I made a little flap out of cardboard for it so it blows down on me instead of up in the air. And I was so cold I had to keep cranking it up. I had it up to 84 degrees. That's all well, the colder know, I could stand it in here. <laughs> so, well, see, you, know. you are, that's why you're using so little. Art is my friend. He's my a mentor for my uh, ham radio stuff and a really, really nice fellow. And his wife had a, a heart attack or a stroke or something. So uh, being a friend with a gentleman like that, because he is truly a gentleman, and what he was telling me, he said his father works for the Duke Energy. That's oh. our electric company. And what his father told him is the wisest thing I've ever heard. He said that all these people, when it's winter time and they jack their furnaces up to 70 and 75, that it uses so much energy when you only need it at like a, a 60 or a 50 and put a sweater on. It uses less energy, it's better for your health, etc. So reverse it to the summertime. Mm-hmm. He said at summertime, if the temperature is 95, have it at 85. That way when you go in and out, you're not in that drastic change. I used to work in air conditioning where I went I outside to warm it. up. Yeah. I went outside to warm up, and as you just said with that flap, putting down on you uh, is is you you get a chill because it's too cold. Now, I went to school, as I said, just with my T-shirt on and showing my wrinkled skin. Hi, Emily. Uh, Hi. The rank of uh, my T-shirt on. By the time I got through with my test in nine, 85 minutes, <laughs> I was so cold. I was so cold. I was glad to go outside. Because I warmed up, it was too cold. And so it was, um, it's important we have that variable. We don't need it at, as, as Art was saying, you don't need, what is it, uh, a frozen lump of meat or something that's not a freezer zone. So uh, <laughs> it's important for you to keep your, te- your, your air conditioning 10 degrees of what's outside. Because it's just enough to get keep your body cool. I got the fans moving. You use the fan that keeps the air moving. It's stagnant air that gets you hot. So you know what, and I don't, um, I don't have any trouble until the afternoon when the sun gets on that side of the metal box that I live in. These trailer houses heat up to 150 degrees in no time at all. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've I mean, heard I'm pretty soon Bruce will be coming home from work and I'll be laying on the bed and I'll go, it's so hot that I'm dinner. <laughs> I'm cooked. <laughs> <laughs> could, you put, could you put some
something on the walls, like cardboard or something, to in, try and insulate it to keep the cool? Oh, no. it's not, I've got styrofoam that I put in the windows. It, no, it's not that bad. Really, it's, it's metal, not. It it's only during box. the 100 degree days. And it's just how it is in the trailer house. But I have two fan, two two air conditioners and a fan, so you know it's only once in a while. It's freezing in here right now. I've got a big old bathrobe on, and <laughs> but how, by noon but it'll be warm again. How is Wonder Ann doing with without AC? Oh, I'm doing fine. I'm doing Her house fine. Closed. <laughs> so what is what's the temperature there? Oh, uh, the temperature house? here. Was seventy six, and and now the sun's coming in on that window. It's it's fine. I'm fine. Tell me really a story about your son. I don't oh yeah, my, I don't know if you got got on then when he was saying he had texted me and he said, "Mom, would you like me to get you an air conditioner? Your house glowed." <laughs> 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 He didn't so know she was in there. Warm. He had turned his truck around because she wasn't answering her phone because she shut it off. <laughs> well, well, the other side of it was I was listening to Drake, and when you have an audio on, and you you, you know, Peppy barks all the time at the people coming in next door. So I kind of just ignored a little bit. So, And here he was trying to get my attention, and I ignored him. So, oh, well. <laughs> So my son didn't get hold of his, his mama. So it's but he's going to buy you an air conditioner because your house closed. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. But I'm doing fine because it, it really is all about your attitude towards it. I have mentioned I don't have heat, uh, air conditioning. And this one woman said, I would die without air conditioning. I said, honey, I grew up without air conditioning. And, I mean, to have air conditioning is really a hardship on you. It's really hard on your body. I think and, you can uh, really help just keeping the shades down. Oh, I keep the shades down. And I'm, I, I, the house is much cooler inside than it is outside. So, I mean, there it works. You and want to I hear have, something funny? I've had this air conditioner for 15 years. Good and for it's you. still working, and it was less than $300, I think. I can't even remember. I bought it from a girlfriend because she got another one. And that's right. She sold it to me for $100 15 years ago. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's that a little high one. cost. Yeah. That's a high cost, then. Wow. That's cool. That's yeah. very cool. But the, the, the itch, it really is a, a mind over matter type thing. In the winter, I wear more sweaters. You know, in the summer, I wear less clothes. I don't run around. I do not run around naked. It's too much of a shock for the neighbors. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't do that to them. <laughs> well, you can run around with your undies on, and I would think that would be the coolest, or just a shirt or something. Well, that, well, that's what I sleep in. I sleep in a, a t-shirt, so because it, I, I, I like the air to move over my body just to have. Some yeah, difference. and and don't even and you can just sleep right on top of your sheets. You don't need to even have a sheet. Over. Well, that's that. And and I got a good breeze in that window. Last summer we had wonderful uh, air cooling breeze every night. It was 
it was exciting. But uh, having this heat wave, if you've noticed, when you look out your windows, how many of you remember seeing any chemtrails this week? Oh, we've got them. Oh, I, we always have a night. <laughs> no. On an ongoing basis, I didn't notice it anymore. I than... notice in the morning from the streaks in the sky, but I'm noticing they're not starting to do the streaks until later on. Just before it's Correct. getting dark, the planes go out again. Correct. And that's my point. They're not doing it during the heat. And that's the issue that's really important for you to get. We oh. did not have any chemtrails any of the time I was out riding my yeah. moped during the day, yeah. during the heat. See, it's important. Who's controlling this weather? Who is? Mm. Well, the you question know, we need to ask. There's an excellent, excellent article on True Stream Media, and they actually cornered one of the scientists who had um, admitted that the um, geoengineering could be used to kill people and whatever. Absolutely. I'll have mm-hmm. to send Absolutely. it to you. Cause it's really, um, really interesting. But, yeah, that's... That's interesting. I hadn't noticed. So I guess the the heat is not. If it's too hot, then the chemicals won't. You know. Well, they'll either be too poisonous or they'll be dissipated to no value. So we yeah, don't that's know. What I was thinking dissipated to no value. I think mm-hmm. they're spraying them up there so we won't see Nibiru. I really do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nibiru is another figment of our imaginations. <laughs> well, who knows? I hope there's a bunch of planets coming sliding through here. It would be kind of neat. Hi, neighbors. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the gang. What you doing down there? <laughs> mm-hmm. And they procreate. <laughs> but uh, how many of you uh, got into any of the stuff I sent out about the, uh, the uh, I'm going to say, the Uric, system and about drinking distilled water. No, I didn't. Did any of you get to read that? Yeah, I sent it out because I thought it was valuable that we Oh yeah, I did I did. Was it something that George George sent you? Yeah, I'm explaining drinking urine. Drinking urine. Oh yeah. It's really interesting because I'm doing it. Talk to me about because, it. Well, think about what it is. What you're drinking is you're drinking um, your lymphatic waste. Why don't you read it first, and then we'll do some com- note comparing. Okay. Okay? Because I think it, uh, not read it, but listen I did, to the I audio. Did start on. I did skim it, but I didn't read the whole thing. But, I, now, but when I saw what it was, I thought, oh. But read through it because he got, he goes very much into the depth of what is going on, and I've got to tell you, my pain is a lot, lot less, wow. and I'm drinking more water, which you is had very pain? good. I have always had pain. I've gotten fibromyalgia oh, and all this other stuff. But I I've had fibromyalgia for at least twenty years, or if not thirty years. And uh, but I don't complain about it because who cares really? I don't care about your pain. You don't care about my pain. I mean that's human nature. I'm not saying you guys don't. 
But that's just human nature. However, what is important is that we don't have to keep pain. When you keep pain, then you're keep at it. Most people die because they've talked themselves into dying. We know uh, people like that. My yeah, buddy they, they, who died in November died because she said, I'm going to die from this. Well, because and she, she absorbed did. and she absorbed the diagnosis that she got. She freaked out by it instead of taking she, her own, you know, initiative to, you know. Oh, she said put she was and all those her. other things. Correct. Uh, and, and, and she did exactly that. She talked herself into dying. Hello. Goodbye. I mean, with I help of her doctor. <laughs> with the help of her medical doctor, who probably frightened her. I was doing okay until they, the liver doctor got a hold of me again several months ago, and then it all what? went backwards again. You know. Correct. You're going until the last minute, and I went, ah, uh, no. And they Don't went, oh that. no, you're gonna do this again, bad in. I go, uh, yeah. <laughs> We're kicking you out of the program, okay. <laughs> they just want to gouge your insurance. Is all they want to do. What is, I what want the is, money they were going to pay for that key, that radiation. Because when I said to the doctor, I said, "Well, let's just go over there in Australia where you're getting this stuff from, and do it over there." And he he said, "Yeah, well, it probably would be a lot cheaper." I thought that was funny that he said that, you know. And then I went, "Oh man." And if they wouldn't have to put the phony radiation in me before they put the real radiation in me, I might have done it. But, you know, I'm not going to do it. And well, the you know, thing, Patty, Patty, the thing that you're really saying is you were following the leader. Mm-hmm. And when you follow the leader, when you took back your power, right. they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it because you said no. Yeah, we all have to take back our power. So where's take the money back. they were going to spend on the chemo, on the radiation? There is no money. Oh, Why darn are you it. thinking there's money? Well, they there's were going to no make money. some money. Can't they send me on vacation and put me on an ice cube somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> they could do that, but it would be a deep freeze. <laughs> <laughs> And that isn't what you want. You like to be out and about and seeing the world. No, I want to be in the lawn chair at the bottom of the Hoover Dam. <laughs> Did you see that story? No, no. Oh, they that? found two skeletons under the Hoover Dam oh, that yeah. are in lawn chairs. <laughs> oh, no. Come on. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah, but it is the point of, why are they in lawn chairs if they're dead? <laughs> I'm sure that they had, um, because they would have disintegrated, so they had to be um, now, did the, archae- the archaeologists dig them up and put them in lawn chairs? No, take well, no, I think it's just the cabal playing one of their little oh. stupid yeah, yeah, games. So. <laughs> yeah, try and get everybody to to think there's some real value to it. But, the, you know, and, and did you say it was Boulder Dam? No, dam Hoover. Hoover. Hoover Dam. Dam. Do you know how hard it was for Hoover Dam to be built? Colin, <laughs> wasn't it Hoover Dam that they had to freeze the mountainside to keep it from sliding down? 
correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was Hoover Dam, the mountainside would not stay up. It kept sliding, uh, mudslides, and they finally had to get this, freeze the mountain. Wow. Well, I know when they built the dam up here at Grand Coulee that there's at least five people buried in that dam. No, there's that always people buried. In people that were injured or fell, and they just there's nothing they could do, you know? Oh, absolutely. On, on PCH, they had a, a mudslide, and uh, f- four men got buried in it. Yeah, that's, that's the sad part of it. Yeah, yeah. Constantly having uh, open burials, as they call well, them. Now, what's this about Texas opening their own bank? Oh, yeah. They, I read, they're I read going to the gold standards. They are going back to the gold standards, men and women. They are going back. And, they're, and, and what did they, someone said, and what happened immediately afterwards? They had torrential rains. Torrential rain. That was, that was, I think it was at, at the same time, or even before. Oh well, I don't know. Yeah, it was all going on at once. But they, the the, the weather controllers knew what was going on, so they yeah. knew that, and they didn't want to let California have any of that rain. Hell no, 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 no <laughs> rain for California. They've been bad children, and so we're going to take care of you. I mean, that's the mentality of all this. It's just, oh, give me a break. So, um, so it's it's an interesting uh, character default that these people have. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what it is. I mean, give me a break, you know. So, uh, well, then I, I watched a, a, a show last night, and they finally have come up with this man, and he's got all 128. Of the family's blood in his veins, of the royal, royal families. And he's going to give us all money in August. We're all going to get $1,200 a month, plus this, plus that, blah, 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 blah. And I liked that video, and then I go to the next video, and it's just the opposite. It's saying, no, oh, that guy's lying. This is really what's happening. <laughs> I'm going, oh, I'm going to go flush the toilet. I'm turning off. I've been turning off my computer and working in my yard and my house, and I am just happy as a hat. Send that link to Karen Hudis of that guy. What? Send that link to Karen Hudis. She's the one that's, you know trying to right all the wrongs. She's the ex-World Bank whistleblower. She doesn't work for the World Bank anymore, by the way. But she had an update. She's still, you know... She's still trying. She's the one that has found that there's much, much more gold. There's, you know, millions of tons of gold, much more than what the general public thinks is out there. And the jewels. And so... We know that... Go what? ahead. No, go ahead. Finish up what you're saying. So no, so I was thinking that it'd be interesting for Patty to send that, you know, information about that guy to Karen and then have have her comment or have tell, ask her to comment on it on her YouTube page because, you know, a lot of people think that she's wonderful and she's doing really good things, but she's still not getting the 
um, attention. She actually went to visit Rod Glass when he was. Um, she know. went to the court, but she didn't. Uh, she was going to do an amicus curiae, and she didn't. Uh, for whatever reason, I don't remember but yeah, why. But, but anyway, so she's still working. She's still trying to do the right thing and all of that. But it'd be interesting. I think she needs more, you know, from more help from different angles or whatever. So I just think I, I've written to her and she sent me stuff. So I'm sure Patty just sent her a link and said, "Here, you know, what do you think about this?" If I can even find it again, because then I. There is a lot going on, <laughs> you know, and I'm still, I don't think they're going to attack us. I really think our service people are going to protect us. I think we're going to take down the cabal. I think it's already being done. It's in pieces, yeah. Uh-huh. However, it's not It's Fast not for public issue uh, for people to really get because, uh, the other side of the coin that they keep wanting people to be aware of is that, oh, if there's no government, you'll have chaos in the street. No, you won't, because most people won't even know there's no government because they've get handed it over to everybody else, <clears throat> which has been running on its own without people input for ye- decades, if not a century. So, you know, most people won't even notice that there's a difference. So. Well, we'll get to see it here first, I guess, if all these state workers are not going to get are going to get layoff notices. Well, they've been doing that all the case all the um school districts. Now, we have in the area of Spartanburg County. Get this. It's not even as large as the city of Chicago. Get this. Chicago has one school district. The the county and city of Spartanburg has seven districts, which means there are seven seven separate entities of government and every school within it. And so with their wonderful way of doing a cutback is no Friday. How about giving them no Wednesday so they really don't have a long weekend? And uh, then they'll start getting what people are doing. Because you and I don't, if we were working, would not get a day off. For And I'm sure they're thinking we'll get paid back in the fall, which is what they did in the government uh, in D.C. when they had that uh, – oh, the budget can't be uh, approved. We have to close the government down. Right. They got paid. They got paid during the entire time Mm -hmm. that they were supposedly had the government shut down. They all got their back pay. So that's not a savings. That is a ripoff. And um, part of what we have to do is call them on their lies. And one man here in uh, Spartanburg County ran on the ticket of getting rid of at least five of the districts. Because you need one for the county and one for the city. Yep. You don't need one for every little teeny, minute little town. I mean, Chicago is made up of 
of at least 10 different uh, little uh, sub-districts within Chicago. We don't have a school district for each one of them. Give me a break. It's so inefficient. It's unbelievably inefficient. We do. My God, what? there's all kinds of different school districts. Spokane School that's District, East Valley, Central Valley, uh, West Valley, and they're all different school districts. Boy, there's a lot of administrators getting a lot of money, aren't there? That's the point. They get $250,000 annual pay. Excuse me? And their net Excuse profits me? are even more than the county pro- or the same. As the there county profits, if you look at the comprehensive annual financial report for the school district in Greenville wow. County, and, correct. Of course, and it's bigger. Of course, the Greenville County school district includes Spartanburg, I think. No, it doesn't. No. Well, no, it inc- no. inc- it's huge. It seems like it includes more than. Nope. It, it'll only be Greenville and Greenville County. Because Spartanburg and Spartanburg County, now there is an overlap into Polk County that we have, but that was all I've seen because I'm calling every little place. My son gave me a full list of all these different places to call him on his, uh, he, he has this wonderful thing. When you are on your treadmill, most people are just on the treadmill, just pumping away, treadmill, treadmill, boring, watch TV, just a, Someone came up with an innovative idea to be able to work while you're working out. And wow. it's really creative insofar as you have a computer table on top of the, and it's very stable, on top of the, um, the treadmill. Treadmill, thank you. <laughs> hey, can you turn the treadmill up faster when you get an obnoxious collar so you can work it out on your treadmill? <laughs> Absolutely. Why not? Cool. Why not? That's the whole point of, of the treadmill is to work that shit out of your body. <laughs> but it is. Love it. I love it. But it's hard to it's hard to walk and then type at the same time. You have to usually hold <laughs> on. And let's well, just do it with one hand. Well, you don't do it that fast. You're doing a slow <laughs> walk. And do you know in the old days, no one sat down. All drafting was done standing. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh. All drafting. If you go there into, was no sitting. Yeah. If you go into relax, well, there, and there have been articles about um, companies now changing the raising the desk heights or have allowing people to stand up to do their work instead of my my grandfather always stood up he had an architect's desk he stood up yeah and 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 they say for selling things the best position is on your feet because your your energy your excitement you're not sitting there going Allow, do you know how much I, I have to put in to say the same lines in a different way for each call? I was, mostly on my, I was mostly on my feet for my first few years in sales. There you are. There you are. That's the perfect Because I was calling on retailers, and, you know, you just go in and you're standing up. They're standing up, and you're writing on the counter. I will never forget that cable guy, you guys. 
I thought it was the police because there was something going on. And I'd called the police. And so this car pulls in by my my bushes, you know, and these two people start getting out. And the driver is great big, and I go, oh, this is a big police officer. And I walked up to him, and I said, are you with the police? And they go, no, we're with the cable TV or dish TV or something. And he walks about eight feet, and he goes, do you have a chair I can sit on? (laughs) 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 And his worker and I had so much fun with him. I said, we're going to put... Your mother is, he said, my mother doesn't like that I'm this big. I said, we're going to put a trampoline on that side of my trailer (laughs) and one on the other side of my trailer. And she and I are going to bounce you across this trailer three or four times to help you exercise. And they were laughing so hard. They said, if we could give you this TV, we would. But your uh, credit record isn't too good. (laughs) I said, I know. I don't get credit. Every time they give it to me, I never pay them back. <laughs> well, it's already been paid for. That's why. Yeah. You know, and I haven't... This dish thing was years and years and years ago, and it still shows up that I didn't pay my bill, so they won't give me this TV. Oh, that's oh well. That, yeah, but I don't Do want to tell it anyway. <laughs> so. Right. Do you really care? No. That's the whole point. You don't really care. And and that's the value of really having control over what you want rather than what they want you. I have two of these dish things on the building because the <laughs> previous tenants all wanted these dish crap, you know, and it's like, what, what, what the heck are you after, you know? This is so funny. I was on my way back to Bruce's room. Now, He's had that TV back there for I don't know how long. It's great big huge. And I'm walking and I'm going, how come you're not watching TV? And then I step into the room and he goes, I am. And I go, I got to do that again. So I went out in the hallway. And as you're walking out in the hallway, the TV looks black until you get in. And then you, you get in and it's a flat screen TV. He goes, oh, you just haven't watched TV since black and white, Patty. This is a real TV. This is what they're like now. <laughs> I go, I don't like it. I'm out of here. <laughs> Good for you. He was, he was watching Bigfoot Hunters. or No, he's watching one of those model where people are restoring old cars and stuff. <laughs> I'm going, okay, I don't want to watch that. Bye. <laughs> But he is watching ancient aliens now and stuff. So, it's you know, those are indicators to me that Bruce is waking up a little bit. You know, he knows he lives with an alien. That's finally... (laughs) It's finally done. Finally coming home. (laughs) And you guys, you know what I did? This is so funny. One time on Facebook, I put that I was at Hell's Gate Cemetery waiting to go to Nibiru on a rocket ship. Okay. So then, you know, that was about a month ago. So now I notice that every time I send an email, it says I'm in the Philippines at Hell's Gate Cemetery. (laughs) 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 No, it's Heaven's Gate Cemetery. Wait a minute. Excuse me. It's Heaven's Gate Cemetery. 
but they so there really is a place called Heaven's Gate Cemetery. Yes, yes, there is. <laughs> but they keep sending me back. <laughs> and, this, and hell won't take me either. Heaven doesn't want me. Hell doesn't want me. I guess I get to stay alive. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Better choice, better choice. But when I saw that, I I had written an email to this lady in Brazil, and it said that I was in the Philippines, and I explained it to her, and she said, doesn't matter, I'll travel up to Spokane and see you tonight. Because she, you know, we mentally travel. We teleport. We teleport, yeah. Yeah. Teleport and tell a woman. That's all we need. Teleport. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's all you need. So one woman and it gets spread all over. Oh no, that's that's gossip. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh dear, that's too much. But it's it's it is all about our viewpoint about what is really going on and how we can make a difference in anything that's that's going on around us. You are the fulcrum. You are the total fulcrum of what is in your life. You know, it's interesting to see what um, certain industries think. And I found a the website is thebulletin.org, and it's the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists. Seventy years speaking knowledge to power, and they have a timeline to uh, when they think um, nuclear war is going to happen or could happen. And it it starts it goes way back to um, starts in let's see 1947, and every couple of years they have a um, how many minutes away until midnight, which I guess is when they <laughs> they think they're indicating how close we are to um, to potentially having a nuclear war. So right now they say it's three minutes to midnight, but and then in the ninth in twenty twelve it was five minutes to midnight. So it's getting and then smaller. 20, twenty ten, but then at one point it goes backwards. <laughs> so like for instance in nineteen ninety it was ten minutes to midnight, but then in nineteen ninety one it was seventeen minutes to midnight. And then fortunately, and so after each one, like right now they say, well, unchecked climate change, global nuclear weapons, modernizations, and outside nuclear weapons arsenals pose extraordinary and undeniable threats to the continued existence of humanity. And world leaders have failed to act with the speed or on the scale required to protect citizens from potential catastrophe. These failures of political leadership engender every person on Earth. Despite some modestly positive developments in the climate change arena, current efforts are entirely insufficient to prevent a catastrophic warming of Earth. Meanwhile, the United States and Russia have embarked on massive programs to modernize their nuclear triad, thereby undermining existing nuclear weapon treaties. The clock ticks now at just three minutes to midnight because the international leaders are failing to perform their most important duty ensuring and preserving the health and vitality of human civilization. 
and that's interesting. And so, yeah, I mean, this is just one perspective, and obviously they're they're on the side of the global warming, but it could mm-hmm. it could also mean that they know also about the harp and everything. They're not on our side, though. We're going to have World War Z. But it's interesting that it keeps changing because <laughs> next year it could be. I know. Next year it could be that not three minutes to midnight, but fifteen minutes. You know. It's going to be one minute after midnight, and we're going to have World War no, Zero. No, we don't want to see World War Zero. Zero. It's all it's going to turn war. to peace at midnight instead of war. Okay. We're flipping Good for it. You. We're flipping it. Right before their eyes. And they don't even know. And all of our last names are Crook. Okay? (laughs) So, everybody run down to the courthouse and change your last name to Crook. (laughs) Because they're Crooks and they're getting away with it. And we change our name to Crooks. They won't know what we're doing. (laughs) 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 You know, it's just my twisted sense of humor. And about those letters I found at Faith House addressed to Theodore A. Crook and Terry and Ted and Terry A. Crook about suing the county for uh, weed control that they charged people for it and they weren't supposed to. So we're sticking our little toes into government inch by inch. <laughs> that's the best way to do it because that's how they did it on you. They they had you follow the leader, little bit by little bit by little bit. And watching and the um, spiritual, and I'm all for the spiritual part of this. I really am, but watching the war between the the healers has been just incredibly awful. I mean, there are so many gods <laughs> that don't realize that we're all equal that I just had to just go flying out of all of them <laughs> again. Well, part of the thing that you're running into is exactly what we talked about before. It's all about ego, edging God out. There is no name for a god it is the fact that it's whatever you want it to be. It could be a stick. Look what the Indians believed was a god. was a totem pole. That was their energy thing. It has nothing to do with what these people are trying to jam down everyone's throat, which is inexcusable because of the fact that there is no justification for what they're doing. Never has been. So it, it behooves us to look at who's doing the talking. And, and that's the same thing with the, even with the NLA stuff. All of this um, NLA stuff is the, uh, is the culmination of a lot of energy and where they're going. Northwest Illinois hung up. Who's Northwest Illinois? California is on the call. I just don't know if, if it's Orpha on the call. Orpha. Can you go off and come back on and I'll know it's you, but if it's our our little disturber, we won't we won't put him on because he wants to hog the show. You, but, had, a, uh, you had a disturber? Yeah, <laughs> he comes in under California. Okay. They they just dropped. And Do you have a guest? Horrible. Earlier? No, next no no no. Our guest is next Friday. That's why I put it in the first oh. line. 
Were you on the call when we got that guy a while back that was really nasty? Well, he came back this week. Oh. And I could hear this. It was the same voice. And the Let's first four words. Let's see if the, this is Orpha. The same four words came out of his mouth, the N-word. Orpha, no. is that you? Hello, yes. <laughs> it, so, it was me before when you said, hey, Orpha, is that you? And I tried to answer, but I oh. had gotten immediately muted when I got on. Because <laughs> we had a call from California. Patty, <laughs> can I finish, please? I'm sorry. I yeah. immediately jumped off, came back on, yeah. and got muted again. And so I heard <laughs> say, hey, if you want to jump off and come back on, I'll know it's you. So I thought, okay, one more time. <laughs> I am so sorry because this guy was getting on and using the N-word, and he he blabbered through what we were reading that's on the recording, and uh, he was being very disruptive. But we were going to go on with the program, and he was saying, well, I'm taking over the show, and all, you know, that kind of ego stuff. Yeah. But he was California. And so I couldn't tell oh. between you and him. <laughs> yeah, my Skype number comes up as a California number, and I don't I don't yeah. answer why stuff out of there, but it does. Yeah, but. yeah, it does. Well, I, that's why when I saw it and it had been sitting there, I go, you know, we I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten. California's on here, and then you on here, and you going off and coming back on. So you were in there someplace that I kept doing that to. <laughs> yeah, it was like as soon as I'd get on there, you are muted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your sense of humor and staying with us. I'm saying, well, I'll just sit here and listen. That's okay. <laughs> we love you, and that's why we wanted you to be here. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry I didn't make it last week. I was having computer issues, so. Oh, uh, no. Forget it. I'm going to battle this. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> hey, tell us something about that. that uh, Darn it, I can't get out to get it. I sent it on to everybody. You were speaking of it on one of your Sunday programs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, what's, what's that what's about? The, I haven't Go ahead. talking about the holographic kinetic? Yeah, yeah. What is that about? Well, it's it's interesting is what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm looking further into it. I don't have a lot of information on it yet. Mm-hmm. Um. We we you can get trained to do it. I don't think the guy is out for money with it. I mean, I'm sure there's a charge for his classes, but um, he he's the founder of this. The guy that does it is Stephen Richards or Steve Richards. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Steve or Stephen. Anyway, it's it tells about he he tells about all these blocks and stuff that we have are from. And I'm and I'm just going to call them entities for lack of a better word. They're mm-hmm. not all well. They are entities of some sort. Um, whether it's human, whether it's animal, whether it's plant, whatever you know, anything that is alive can be an entity that 
we can basically, you know, whether we intend to or not, allow into ourselves. And Mm -hmm. these um, spirits, if you will, entities, they they manifest themselves through our characteristics, you know, and we don't even realize that maybe that really isn't us. You know, maybe we're acting a certain way that, you know, when we get caught in these loops of, I don't know why I keep doing the same thing over and over and over, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he can, he can go back and it's amazing how he does this. I haven't seen him, but I've heard him the way he talks about it on, on this thing that, you know, he will take you back to where he he will find out through other entities within you how far back you have to go with this, whatever it is that you're trying to get rid of, um, how far back it, it entered you. And then he takes you outside of that space so that you can not let that entity into you. But it could be something that's being passed down through your generation. Generation, generational line. Um, you know, maybe something that great, great, great grandma had happened to her, a tragedy or something, you know, what, whatever happened, that lets in some kind of an entity that you don't necessarily want, don't even know that it's there, but it enters you and it gets then passed down through your generational line and you may be experiencing this thing, you know, maybe you're you're scared to death of a of a train, you know, why you know, you won't even go, you know, close to one. And he can he can go back and find out why that is and maybe your great 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 grandma or you know, however far back they went with trains, you know, was killed by one. You know? And that trauma is basically then allowed into the, uh, I don't want to say bloodline, but if you will, you know, for lack of better explanation here, because like I said, I'm not really versed on this. I'm just now finding out about it. But um, even things like, oh, say there's a, you know, something tragic happens to, somebody that you know you empathizing with that being um, can possibly allow that person's entity to enter you it's it's almost like an invitation because what he says when yeah um what he says is this um what happens is anytime somebody or something, and I'm saying something like a like an animal or um, I don't know so much about plants yet, um, because you know we eat we eat plants and we, I mean they're basically they're for us, but I don't know the extent to which we can we traumatize plants i'm not sure on that but animals for sure um definitely other human beings if you take their life 
without their permission, Grandma? then their entity has the right Grandma? to enter you because <laughs> you took away their vehicle for life. So they have the right to your vehicle for you know to continue life. And this is how it passes on down. And this is where blockages come, you know, why we may keep doing something over and over that we don't want to be doing. It may not really be you, you know. This explains, something else. Hmm? That explains the sins of the father, the generational things that we've been taught. It explains karma cleansing that, People, certain people have the ability to be able, like that man, he's basically going in and correct, helping you correct something that happened to your great-great-grandmother. It sounds just like the yeah. way they do Eastern medicine. So I think what we're seeing is a combination of Eastern and Western medicine and the, and the ancient medicine coming back. But don't you have well, to get well, all that, that That is, you know... Uh, that does sound a lot like that. It, it's it's really kind of cool the way he does it, though, because yeah. what he does is he doesn't just go in there and cleanse you. What he does is he, he literally talks to these entities that are in you, and he talks to them like, um, where where are you from? What what happened to you? Mm-hmm. And then very Scientology. Yeah, and and as he talks to these entities, he he's thanking them for communicating with him. So does everybody because, have because, the entities? Thank you. Yeah, I think probably everybody does because we don't yeah. we don't realize when we have accepted somebody or some you know you know another entity with you know into us. So it's you know, not a kind be, of thing we, where you can control and give you know give permission you, or you, tell them to go away. Well, well, you can. Um, but he says you have to know the law and the lore, L-O-R-E. And this is, this is what he teaches you how to do, know how to. He says you don't need to go around, you know, surrounding yourself with white light and all that kind of stuff, which, you know, a lot of people, well, how do you protect yourself? He says yeah. you don't need to. If you understand the law and the lore of what's happening, you don't need to because right. that's the way you protect yourself. You 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 know how to keep another entity from entering you and you know how to talk you know you know how to step out he he kept talking about stepping outside of that time yeah kind of like you know you see a car coming at you or you step out of its way so it doesn't run you over you know well, and, i mean that's just kind of the the image i got in my mind when he you know kept saying this so and when he takes a person well, he doesn't take the person back. It's not like a hypnotic thing where he takes you back um, and you try and remember. He's talking to the, the things inside you. And he's, he's you know, maybe one, one entity may say, well, this is what it is. You need to, you know, go there. So he says, thank you. And he, you know, then talks to another one and keeps going back until he finds the one that is causing the issue. Now, we have good things going on inside of us, too. But he said he's seen people just absolutely just do a 180 turn. Once he gets rid of the entity that's causing the blockage or the behavior or whatever it is, 
And he says they're they're a completely different person. They he says they, you know, they never even really knew it. Um, so it's it's a very interesting uh, thing. I'm I I'm trying to see if I can find out, you know, well, how much does it cost to go to this guy and learn from him, um, or to have, have any have him cleanse you? Yeah, I'm sorry, what? Did, did he have any? Um clients that he'd done this to that were there to say how their lives were different or whatever after he cleansed them? I ha- Well, I haven't really seen, you know, any testimonials, so to speak, but I do know that, that Gary said that um, this D, I don't know if you guys have heard of her, she's, um, what is it, the... Um, Oh, she has a lot of this kind of information. She has her own show that she does. I forget what her last name is. But anyway, she's actually, oh, you know, in right now being taught by this guy. So I'm, Gary said when she gets back from doing that, he's going to find out some more information. So I, I'm interested to hear what, you know, what happens when she does this. Now, whether she's going... I'm sure that if you're going over there, going wherever it is, he's, I, I'm trying to think of what nationality he is, but he has, you know, a kind of accent of like, um, India, East, Eastern Indian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's that sort of thing. But I, I tell you, he's a little bit hard to understand at first, but once you sit there and listen to him, you know, if you don't have any other distractions, you can understand them very easily. But um, anyway, it's, I hear your distractions. Yeah, <laughs> he's wanting he's wanting my. I I make what we call a shake, but they're not shakes. They're juices. This one that I have today is a a vegetable juice that I make up. So, but they call them shake. So, you know, sometimes it'll be a, a green. A green juice. Sometimes it'll be red, depending. Sometimes it'll be a you put organic chocolate. Huh? You put beets in it to turn it red. Now this one doesn't have. I don't think it's beets. I'm just kidding. It, 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 yeah. Well, even <laughs> if it is, I make sure it's organic beets, not GMO. None, none mm-hmm. of the stuff I use has GMO, and I I won't. Uh-uh. <laughs> but actually, this this vegetable juice I do ha- I did find I have found. I mean, sometimes I don't have the time to, you know, literally juice them all myself. So I have found brands that are just nothing but this is just the straight, um, cold pressed, not concentrate. It's just there's nothing else added to it. It's just organic fruits and vegetables. And I, you know, take these and I mix them together. The one one of them I found is like a. It reminds me of V8. I don't know if anybody has ever. Yeah, I remember V8. V8. Yeah. But there is an organic one that Full Circle puts out, and um, now it, it is made up of several different concentrates. But I really like it. Um, but it, it tastes like V8, but it's it's organic, and so I use that one. That's what we're drinking right now, with a carrot. Yeah, don't pull that on on the floor. I really don't want to clean up dirt. Um, but this is mixed with 
uh, carrot and orange juice. But they love these things, you know, and it gives me a chance to really get some good vegetables and stuff. Yeah, and make Grandma feel good. (laughs) Hey, guess what I bought? I bought a tea plant to plant in my garden. A tea? Tea. Tea, Kia, whatever that stuff is. Oh, C-H-I-A. Yeah. Oh, Kia. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 But it was grown in Canada. So I don't know whether it's GMO or not. Oh, it'll be fine. Cheese aren't GMO. Not and everything is GMO yet. I made the biggest mistake I could have ever made, and I am in so much love now that I don't know what to do about this. The kids across the street went on vacation. I didn't realize they were going on vacation. I told Nikki I would buy her a better. And now I'm madly in love with this betta. I'm going to have to buy her another betta. I have a new pet. His name is Wes Nicholas. Because I named him after. It's a fish. Yes, it's a betta. The betta fish? Betta. Betta. Yeah. But then I start reading about them and find out they need to be in at least a gallon container. And the kids over there had it in this little tiny vase. So then I'm going, oh, I can't give Wes Nicholas to them. They'll just kill him. <laughs> well, and the other thing about betas, too, make sure you do not put two males together. You'll oh, no, I know wake, that. Wake up, wake up the next morning and only have one fish. <laughs> well, really? Yeah, the males will eat each other. They're oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they're carnivorous, right? Yeah. Well, my they're cannibalistic. My, they eat each other. <laughs> now, my the friend, female, I, I don't think they will eat, but the male or eat. Our friend, Elaine Ray, decided she had one, and she decided it was lonely. So she got a frog for it that could go in water, and everything was fine, except that the fish decided to breed with the frog. And the oh. frog jumped out of the bowl. This is years ago. She was telling me the story a couple, oh, week or so ago. The fish jumped out of the bowl, and she never did find that fish until she moved out, or the, I mean, the, the frog. And then she found the frog when she was moving flat underneath her refrigerator. He'd ran away from the fish because the fish was trying to breed with him. <laughs> so she said, don't put a frog in there. I said, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> So. There's another uh, book to go back to what Orpha was talking about. It's called the uh, Emotion Release Book, and uh, I used it even on uh, Simon. I used it on myself, and my um, friend Pat has borrowed it, so I don't have it here, but it's a very good book that you can self-teach yourself how to actually do what this gentleman is teaching you to do. Because what and 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 I'm it may have nothing to do with it, but what you it sounds like he's doing Scientology type of procedures. Now there's nothing wrong with the actual procedures of Scientology. What was wrong with Scientology is that they tried to uh, really control your life by you being um, with them 24/7, and that. You know, when you were in the what they call the um, 
their naval thing, and I forget what it is. Not to mention take uh, all your money. Well, that's the other side. But this, this, uh, when you're thanking someone, this was part of our basic communication. Most people never feel they are heard because most people never acknowledge hearing what you said. Now, when you're talking to, or feel like you're talking to the grandchildren, you make certain you're watching them and they're getting what you're saying. What their mother's doing is toning them out so they get louder so, they, so that she has to pay attention, which is the negative energy. So uh, this is uh, the value of, of what communic- true macu- mac- communication is about. <laughs> what was the name of the author of that book? Uh, I'd have to get it. Uh, my buddy has it. Pat has it. And I would have to uh, get it again from her. But he, you can go online and watch him do it. Yeah, that's what and, I was just going to do. I was going to look it up on YouTube. It's emotion release. Uh, Norma Zamet is the one who turned us on to it. I sent it out. Now, we had Norma speak to us probably a year ago in the fall because I wasn't uh, in school I found it, a year ago. It's, it's emotion. There's a um, search term for emotion, release yourself. That is on right. People search. And it's, it's wonderful. I went back something like uh, 32 generations on an emotion I wasn't even aware I had, but it, whatever it was, it, it took it away. And little Simon, you know, with all the trauma he had in the, uh, uh, um, what is it, the um, puppy mill, I mean, he he's doing real good. He's going deaf, but, I mean, he's doing real good. He's, he's the only dog I know that really ums when he gets something. He really likes his food. <laughs> and he goes, mm. <laughs> Were they using him for a breeder? Yes. Aww. And he, he could be stuck. like Billy Bob. I bet you well, Billy he, Bob has at least 500 children. Well, that's what he was at a puppy mill. Aww. And the other side of it was that he has no clue. I think they artificially withdrew it from him. Because Aww. it took him a long, long time for him to even like some people that come around. He's finally gotten to where he won't attack them. And it Aww. was mostly women that were heavy set because I think that's who ran the mill. And so I think they took him and he has only part of his tongue because I th- it's much colder up in uh, Rutherfordton. North Carolina than it is here, and I think he caught his tongue on the, one of the bars and ripped it off. I mean, it Aww. ripped part of it out. It's, it really is sad. But he's going deaf on me, so he's uh, he's getting old. Wow, there's there are a lot of hits on this. There are at least yeah. so far just 24 on the first two pages, but there are seven pages, so I don't know if they're all going to be but there must be something to it if there's that much out there. Well, there, there's a lot on him, and he gives you many, um, many uh, showing how, uh, how it's done and what, how it has helped people with many of the issues that you and I run into daily. 
our fears, our, our trepidations, and we don't know where they're from. Like what you said about uh, someone's grandmother having been in an, uh, in a uh, car accident. Or sometimes people have terrible neck pains. Well, they may have had somewhere in their life, they were guillotined back in the French Revolution. I mean, we don't know. We yeah, don't know. He, had me- he, had, he had mentioned that at one point. I think there was somebody that did have like a real bad neck pain. Come to find out someone way back in the his generational line, someone was hanged or something like that. It's like, wow. Exactly. Yeah. So I and, guess and this ties, oh, I'm sorry. I guess this ties into EFT, the um, emotional freedom technique, the tapping. Is that part of it? No. It, 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 it doesn't different. do the tapping in the same method as I forget the initials again. But uh, it doesn't do the tapping uh, that he, they do. It is very simple, and you you get a parallel. Morning. There's a little sheet you use. Good morning. You get a little sheet that you use, and that sheet will show you which which part of the of the chart you go on. It's very quick, very efficient. Hmm. Where I felt tapping took a little longer than I had time for many times. Good morning, Donald. How are you? Oh, did you? I'm still here. I'm just uh, I'm some for some reason muted from chatting. I'm doing good. Thanks for <laughs> oh, having me. Your... Yeah. yeah, it's got a uh, a little <laughs> thing there. Oh, I know. It's blocking chat because we had a disruptor. So oh, okay. uh, your your chat blocked, but he wasn't on chat. He was on the. We had to mute him, so it was an, uh, it was an interesting. Uh, uh, Referred, yeah, you did. (laughs) You're lucky, but we're good. We're talking now on uh, a, say the name again, Orpha Holistic. Holographic Kinetics. Holographic Um, Kinetics. Yeah. Um, .com actually is the website. You can go on there and read all about it and... There's several videos you can, you know, he's got a interview with Lisa Harrison on there, and there's one where he just, you know, is recording himself. There's like 14 videos, um, you know, where he's just talking about it. There's a couple of other videos I haven't watched yet, um, but it's very, very interesting. He calls him, himself a founder, and it might be the name Holographic Kinetics. Is he Steve Richards? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got on, on YouTube on all the his videos. Yeah. Yeah, and but it's very very interesting. I'm I'm gonna look into it because it sounds like something that I'm interested in. <laughs> yeah. But hey, that, if it has the word Aboriginal in it, I'm down. Oh, he—he he actually he is an Aboriginal, but if we look at David Wood Miller, it's actually an origine, but nobody would know what he was talking about. But he is an Aboriginal. Right. I just went to the website and it, mm-hmm. it says an, an advanced Aboriginal healing modality of the future yeah. from the yep. from the past. That's that's it. Wow. Very cool. And he's got fourteen different YouTube videos on him. Mm-hmm. That's good. So you can Favorite. learn that one too. That's, yeah. But down the, down the left hand side there, it, it 
you know, all those different areas of it, he, you know, you can read it. Um, but it talks about the law and the lore, and that's how how this, I think it's how it works. I'm, um, off, I don't have it right up here in front of me, but I think it's it goes to a lot of what we're finding inside of ourselves. I mean, I... I think it's very interesting that, you know, like if you, if you, this is what I was going, oh my gosh, I mean, every bug I've killed, <laughs> I've accepted oh, <laughs> little You know, I'm, I'm a window cleaner, so and I, I clean all, <laughs> I, clean, yeah. I kill all kinds of bugs. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently if we have taken that entity's life, they have the right to enter ours. And I'm going, wow. oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it was oh, funny no. because not too long after that, I walked outside and I saw this spider. And I said, oh, I don't want you. And I go, whoa, I don't want to step on you either. <laughs> you, you stay out here. Don't come in my house. You'll be safe. <laughs> I want you to stay out here. But, you remember know, that thought, movie, The Fly? Uh, yes. When it turned into a fly? Mm-hmm. That's kind of. We would basically be uh, take on the form of, of of the item that we kill. We get to keep what we kill, basically. Oh wow! <laughs> I remember watching that movie with my mother, and she cried at the end of it. And I'm looking at her, and I'm going, I'm frightened to death. And I go, Why are you crying? And she goes, Oh, you never understand. I piled that away in the drawer for. I'll understand it when I get older. Older, I still don't understand why she was crying. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you never do. I think I think it was that she felt like she was a fly because she got married to my my dad and had us three miserable children. <laughs> well, you know, I I look at I look at these people that are like serial killers or whatever. You know, they've definitely taken these people's lives without their permission. And uh-huh. these souls have had the right to then enter the soul, uh, enter the body of the person that did this to them. Oh, it's no wonder they go crazy. You know, I mean, these people, I mean, you can see it in their eyes how evil they are. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow, when you look at all that kind of stuff, it's really just fascinating that I just... Well, it- well, what about the, the the people who get um, amputations and then take on someone else's limb? That was an agreement. I wonder how much trauma you're actually getting from that person's well, he actually, Yeah, he actually addressed that. So, like, for a heart transplant, yeah. he said you definitely take on that person's, you know, stuff. He said it. You know, you... And if somebody, you know, were to get your heart, they would take on you. It's a heartburn. Yeah. yeah. They're like a heartburn. Uh-huh. What about that Russian who's going to go heart. through a head transplant? Yeah. I saw that. So I heard oh, they have brain cells, right, in the actual heart themselves. They found, like, uh, there's two brains, right? The, the heart has its own mm-hmm. brain. That's yeah. Right? Yeah. Cool. And so, yeah, I can see that as having a transplant, from, and then you're experiencing someone else's, yeah, you know, thinking style altogether. Yeah, and, and, and I, and I heart. yeah, yeah, and I've, I've actually heard of, 
I'm sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go I'm, ahead. I'm, I'm, I, I was just going to say, I've heard of people actually, you know, like when they do, so like get someone else's eyes, you know, transplant or the heart or a lung or something. They, there's suddenly, well, just, just to make it an easy story, like you get somebody else's eyes, they actually start seeing some things that they don't understand why they're seeing it. Um, and it could, you know, if they were to look back into that, you know, the person whose eyes they got, they might find, yeah, they might see, you know, some correlation there. Um, it used to be you, you wouldn't know who it was you got transplant from, but I think Nowadays, they do let you find out if you really want to know. Sometimes they do. Sometimes the family right. is a well, dead I, person. Some, would, sometimes, sometimes. And that's but, really cool, isn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, part of well, well, that is your relative lives on. One at a time. One at a time. I can't hear you. <laughs> I mean, as long as it wasn't somebody who was, you know, really evil, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you well, know, I don't know what you're gonna get. Was an evil <laughs> Thank God, yeah. my body is so worn out; they won't want any of my organs. I'm just gonna make sure that I'm really I'm trying to be nice and and not evil because, it, you know, if I when I pass away, right, uh, or move on, I'd like mm-hmm. I'd like to inherit a form of an individual with a like energy because I have this theory that when we when someone passes on their energy actually gets absorbed by a, another like energy in its vicinity or even well, you know within within the cosmos or your soul so right You're so sometimes right sometimes it's like I was one time I was sitting on the BART train doing some meditation and it literally felt like I disappeared from myself for a second and I felt completely aware of everything that was happening in that instant but I was also I had no personality and and when I came back instantaneously I felt refreshed but but I also you know was getting deep insights also into the nature of reality and throughout this like process of, of meditation that I was constantly cycling through over the last few years um, I'm getting this deep insight. I'm like, where is all this stuff coming from? I'm not even really doing any any serious meditation. And I'm, I'm I, the theory is that uh, when people are passing away, I'm opening myself up to receiving new energies and new understanding, new under, new comprehensions. It's a sharing of 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 this information within humanity's consciousness. I think. Or you're just doing out of body traveling. Okay. Or th- there's a new way they're looking at things in the sense that more pe- with the waking up, more people are tuning in to their psychic abilities because I always check with my guides. I call them my guides, and I thank them every day when I get up, and I, th- I thank them when I go to bed. And the-, the thing that is happening is that I get a lot more guidance they do not help me on tests. They won't help me on tests or to win the lottery. You next time, okay? They help me, <laughs> they help me on everything asking. else. <laughs> but they're, they're really great helpers. So I just think that so many of us are tuning in, like you said, Donald, and getting this tuning in ability 
to our true inner selves, which we've, we've not had before. We've been told, follow the leader. That's our motto today. Get off following the leader. Be the leader. And, uh, and help others to be their own leaders. Right. So it's, a, it's a, an awakening. I think it's a really valuable awakening for all of us. Thanks, Mark. I was just uh, leaving the job. But, yeah, this, oh, okay. this, uh, this wake-up uh, call that's happening, is, it's so necessary, too, as far as spiritual awakening, right? And when I say that, uh-huh. I, I re- I'm just saying energetic awareness. And um, what's really cool is that, you know, you go on to some of these talk shoes episodes where people are all about this law awakening in the, in the legal knowledge, right? But, but one, thing, one thing I have experienced is that... Uh, that knowledge comes out naturally. Uh, you know, you can have a comprehension of the legal system once you understand your own self, your self-energy, you know, and, and all around right. you, what it, what it is. And it's just the pieces of the puzzle put themselves together. And I know you got all these people on these talk shoes, right, claiming, you know, all these different remedies, right, but no one's, no one's talking about having that, that inner healing and then so that way they can kind of like become whole on the inside and then manifest that wholeness and see it in their reality, really experience that wholeness. And see, that's a valuable information you just said because until we own our power, none of that's going to make much sense. And they're going to run around the the mulberry bush. Why do we have that song? Go all around the mulberry bush. What is mulberry bush? It's full of thorns. Why are right. we putting ourselves in thorns? Mm-hmm. Like you guys, call, so call, I'm gonna, sorry, Carl Lentz goes and says, "Hey, I'm man. I don't know. I don't know what this this is. This is right here. I'm I'm a man, right? Or Dean Clifford right. or some of these other people. I'm man. Okay, well you're a man, right? Okay, well that's limited in some ways. Okay." Unless you mean just pure manifestation of life, well, I don't think he means that, though. I think he means the Bible version of man, and that's kind of a limited experience of reality And, and, and when you think of yourself as just man. But if I say, hey, you know what, I'm here now. I'm pure awareness. I'm here now. And are you saying that I'm not here now? No one can say that I'm not here now. That's my name. I am here now. And, and, uh, screw being man. I'm, you know what I am? I'm pure life. You can't. You can see me in everything. Excellent point. But it sounds when I come into the courtroom talking that kind of you know language, you know, you just don't. You just don't do that because I think the people that are like sitting in these positions of of power, they are aware of of this this this, you know uh, system of energy that we work with. Yeah, they basically know about this, and uh, they got us all you know, kind of like focusing on the wrong areas. Because naturally, we're always going to rise to, to the occasion and, and become our, normal, our, our natural selves. So it's a constant process of dumbing down and keeping everybody distracted so that that's the job of the Illuminati, is to, is to control the awakening of humanity. Yep. And if we wake up too fast, we won't be ready for what is it that we need to learn. And that's where many people fight learning. Do you know how many people, I mean, those that are in school with me, 
are really having fun with with my being there only because I'm very light and I'm very energetic and stuff like that and I study real hard. I talk to people outside of school and they're going, Oh, I couldn't go back to school. Oh, I didn't I can't do that. They put up all the barriers they were taught to put up. And that's the evil of what we're talking about and what you're really saying. No one can no no one gets stopped for who they really are. If you own who you really are. And they can look at you and say that to you, and you're back in school, and you're something 70 plus, <laughs> and they're saying they can't do it, and they're probably all 30 or 40 years younger than you are. <laughs> <laughs> I've, had, I've had people on my, I call for my son as I explained to you about this uh, innovative work and working out at the same time. Oh, I'm too old for that. I'm 65. I said, honey, you're young. I'm 76. You're younger than I am. So get off it. And you know, I, I, just, I just hit them in the eyeballs with it because it's so bullshit. It is all bullshit. And uh, until they admit what they really are and can do a lot more things, I can't tell you how sad it is they bought what what is that they they bought the excuses or something we're supposed to die when we get into our seven days yeah oh when grandma and grandpa were alive it was a hundred i don't know how come it keeps going down (laughs) well i told you the story about the gentleman that that used to repair my car really smart guy really a lovely old gentleman and he thought he was supposed to die at 40. So he sold his business at 45 because he made it to 45. He was, <laughs> seven, he was 70 years old. Where did he get that he idea? It was the publication of that time. People only lived to 40, you know. And, and, and he well, may have been reading it back in the 18th century. I don't know. Well, Go ahead. And they've been telling us that, you know, we're living longer, healthier lives now, which is just such a bunch of crap because what it's based on is they're figuring in the infant mortality rate is much lower now because of the incubators. And if you look at, you know, how long people lived, if they survived the childhood illnesses, even back in the 1600s, 1700s, 1800s, they live to in their 90s. Yep. <laughs> you know, their 70s, 80s, 90s, 100s, yep. and they died healthy in their sleep, and they were living vibrant lives, you know, yep. out walking around or, you know, they weren't in nursing homes wasting away from, right. you know, whatever degenerative disease and cancer and all of that, you know, um, and letting and just feeling like they've lost their... <laughs> You know, they've just given up, and they're just sitting. And, you know, there was never a long-term care epidemic. They didn't have long-term care insurance until the 1990s. Right. So, um, you know, so then, so when you look at the mean, the mean age then, in other words, so if people survived the 
um, the childhood illnesses and they live age five, then the chances are they live to the average was just as the same as the average is now when you figure in that all the all the babies aren't dying in child um, childbirth. So they, I think it's either the same or a much, you know, a much older age that people die. But you know they're using average. They average the stupid average instead of the mean. So if you're going to average in all the babies that died, you know, in childhood, then of course the average is going to come out to be 45 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But if you and walk that, into a graveyard and look at the two, at the um, headstone, you'll see that people lived a lot. You know, to be much older. And the ones that were younger that died died in war. Yeah, yeah, or an yeah. epidemic, or an epidemic that went through yeah. that was purposely done. So I mean, it's it's a lot of of who's trying to feed who's the crap, you know. <laughs> you know, well, I don't even think there were that point. many epidemics. About you that you just yeah. made was that. Sent. Go ahead about the epidemic. I'll make my point later. No, okay. I finished. Yeah, I'm totally into it. Okay, basically that uh, it's a, like a conditioning of humanity throughout like the ages to be the lim- in the limited thinking. I, I think because first of all, you get this thing called escheats. We talked about that in the past, where the soldiers go to war, they die, or civilians die. You know, and the, the the estate is being managed by the the government. I'm not trying to get off into that topic, but the whole point is that they got us thinking. Oh, we're 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 all dying young. Or, you know, all the men. They got all of humanity focusing on. Oh yeah, look at these young men. They're dying. Look at this. We're all dying too young. And they get us thinking that. Yeah, it's a brainwashing. Yeah, it's total brainwashing. That's and my the, point. The, yeah, absolutely. That's my point. Yeah, absolutely. It, it follows the leader. The leader says, die at 40, die at 60. Yeah, die just be grateful know. that we're living longer, healthier lives thanks to all the wonderful miracle drugs and there you know, they're keeping us alive. Right? We've all been told. Not that I believe for the longest yet, time. But. Until 1990 or so, I finally woke up. Yeah. yeah. But see, all but, of that is programming. It's it's really all about programming. And again, you right. go back to the to the Nazism and what Nazis said. Tell the lie long enough and big enough, they'll believe anything and everything. Well, so, check it out, you guys. The Ku Klux Klan and these these white supremacist, racist, Aryan, whatever they're doing nowadays, they're on that same brainwashing tip, okay? Because they're they're they don't even if you start talking about expanded consciousness or a larger part of yourself being everything outside your body, you, we get laughed at like we're some sort of kooks, you know? Like oh that's not yeah right okay yeah okay just you believe everything is 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 one okay fantastic. And you're probably a wigger too, you know. <laughs> so what's a wigger? <laughs> exactly, it's a word, a five-letter word, I think, six-letter word. It means you flip uh, your lead. It means you're. It means you're a, a white person who hang, likes black people. Oh. Yes. Oh. So, oh, brother. Yes. And the only reason I'm even mentioning that is because of the the, the limited thinking that that those, that those people are doing, and they're basically 
keep keeping everybody's like thought processes within the limited constraints by 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 okay. constantly focusing on racism. You see, when instead we could, we could be boosting each other up in in these chat rooms and in on the boards and stuff and, and on the phone and saying, hey, look. Yeah, I get what you're saying about the limitations, but there is a larger part of yourself that you have been ignoring. It's interesting you bring that up because we had a heckler that wanted us to go there, and we wouldn't go there, and we just kept talking on past him and let him. I had to mute him. And poor poor Orpha, uh, he was out of California, so he may have been on Skype too. And uh, and we just had to keep muting him because he was trying to get us on a racial thing, and we weren't going there. I think and he ran the first four words out of his mouth or the N word four times. Right. And yeah, I recognized his voice from three weeks ago. It was the same guy, same troll. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah. and then he apologized to us that time and said that his wife had just left him. So I told him today, I'm glad she left you. <laughs> and, and, it, and it is the fact of just what you're saying. They don't want to get out of their comfort zone because of the. It, it's just what I read earlier. If Donald, if you go back to the recording and you really look, listen to the recording, it's about an article I I read. Uh, you're moving your windows, huh? But it's about uh, how yeah. um, if we do not get the point of why we need to, to become non-U.S. citizens and expatriate from that kind of a fraud, then, and I'm going to send it out to everybody. So, and the, there's three points that I have that I wanted to bring up, and it was about that expatriating. We need to get and remove ourselves from the system so we do own our power. Because staying in the system is where they take everything away from you. When you're out of the system, you own it. And if we're not in their system, they have nobody to get money from. They have nobody at all to get money from. And that's what we're here for. But don't you really get out of the system? Don't you have to get rid of your Social Security number somehow? The point is, uh, Emily, is that when you're out of the system, you're into your account that is a way, and it's even on NLA, about you becoming, a.k.a., doing the, uh, pardon me, the DBA of your birth certificate so you're in charge of your corporation, not the country Uh or the corporation. So you have access to income that's non-taxable and it is of your usage, not their command of how you can use it. And that's why right here in in, uh, Spartanburg County, This week, on Monday, the county had a meeting. It was just a committee meeting of people being told how they were going to set up a uh, a forbidding them from shooting their guns for hunting, for um, several other practice shootings. So that would have affected militia. It would have affected the actual balance of nature. Right, within, the two, season. within 250 and, feet or something like that, right? Or that's what it is now. 
Well, I, I don't know the particulars because I had to go to school. But what we did, I sent an email, and I sent that email out to everybody so they could see what, uh, and to the certain people in Spartanburg, to see what I was saying. And they, uh, one of uh, Jonathan in NLA went, and he said they were standing in the hallway. There were that many people against this, yeah. and not one person said for it. They and talked, he said they it talked about it on the radio trial. all day long afterwards, after the meeting. Good. Good. And then here in South Carolina, again, numbers make a difference. In South Carolina, they voted down the state tax to be put on your gas pump. And how they did it was with what Emily has been pushing, WORD, and we did get on last Friday. Oh, yeah, Friday. you did a great job, too. With it. Thank you. And, and it is the point about bringing these things out. What they did on Word, and I don't know if other stations did it, but they actually had a gas station show people what the cost of gas is without taxes, which the people paid, and then they gave them a receipt. And this was brilliant education. They gave them a receipt showing what the gas was with the now taxes and the added taxes at the price of today and then what if gas went up 10 cents 20 cents or whatever they picked showed how much the gas would double the tax would yeah because it was a percentage not a not a, a yeah it wasn't a flat it was a percentage and people don't understand percentages of a hundred and they, this was a brilliant, and they got voted down. Now, that's people working together. Yeah, but the thing is, what they're doing is every time something little like that, or, you know, like a tax or something comes up, they all get together and they all fight it. But why, what they need to do is be proactive and all get together Amen. and pass a bill saying that says something to the effect that, uh, no future taxation can ever, you know, can ever be discussed or ever passed that we've reached the limit. And there's, you know, so in other words, we the people need to tell our government what to do, not just be on the defensive on all the time. We have to be on the offensive. And it's like we're, we're accepting the little crumbs or we think that we've made a huge victory if we're able to fend off some tax. But we haven't. We're still being, you know, acting like we're the little slaves, you know, fighting the master. Which has to go exactly down. Right. You know, it, I saw it, it, It's basically like a three-year-old rebelling against their parents. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. And the other side of it, and this is part of the, one of the documents I'm going to be sending out, it, even if they erase something, you're still a slave. You haven't lost your slavery thing by staying in these things. You've got to remove yourself totally from it and or say no more. And this I repeat this all the time. It's, we've got to start saying no more. And there was a young fellow. I watched a video someone sent me, and I don't know who it was. I can't remember right now. A video of a young boy who drove his brother, who's a teenager, drove his brother to church. And on his way home, he, he flashed someone whose um, high beams were on. 
Well, it turned out to be a cop, and the cop pulls him over, and he uh, badgers him very gently. I have my camera on, and they're doing it, and he repeated it very gently. Then he started getting into his nasty, and he pulls the kid from the car, and, uh, and he killed the kid. He wow. killed yeah. the kid by see, gunfire. Yeah, see, that's the kind of thing. We have to have, um, you know, some law that really <laughs> reigns in the police and what they're able to do because, you know, it's, it's perfectly okay for them to lie and, you know, try and trap us, trick us into something. And admitting but not all of them are bad. That's what they're feeling what we're feeling. Okay, the police are feeling exactly what the people are feeling. There are a lot of good cops out there. Well, the good ones will, you know, support it. But the, 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 the system is full of the bad ones, you know? Yeah, I know. They're good cops, but they're inadvertent liars. Inadvertently, they, they become liars, all of them, because they have no knowledge of what they're truly doing. And the and the other thing is that the people have to learn that they're not so-called law enforcement officers. No, you're right. They're code enforcement enforcement officers. Code, code, code. Right. Nothing to do with the law. There are no laws. Absolutely. And they've also been ingrained in everybody's brain that you have to cooperate with the police. Why are you going to cooperate with somebody that's you know, lying to you, that's beating you, that's stealing your money. There's a, there's an article right now on, um, if you just go to Dredge Report, some some kid, some guy, young black guy, um, was had $11,000 on him. He was had just collected it from donations and whatever. He was trying to get back on his feet, and he was flying back home. And he was stopped. Homeland Security took his... Uh, Eleven thousand oh, no. dollars, and what he did nothing wrong, and and he's not getting it back. The, the affidavit and everything is online. You can go look at it. But oh the, my god, they decided that he was going to use the money to, you know, for drugs or something like that. And yeah, they're his the thought police. That's all that is. Yeah, exactly. I had that done to me at one time. I had like I don't know a couple thousand dollars in cash. And a couple rolls of quarters to do my laundry. No, it wasn't that much cash. It was $1,000 in cash because I was going to pay my rent and do all this. Well, the cops were sitting down around the corner waiting for me because I had a warrant for not going to court for something else. (laughs) And lo and behold, they throw me in the slammer. And they give me the two rolls of quarters back when I get out of jail. But they keep the $1,000 because they suspected that it was drug money. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, and I had to hire a lawyer and go through all this crap, you know, and by the time I got the money back, of course, I lost my my house because I couldn't pay my rent. It was just right. Oh, God. That was when I was young. I could not go through that kind of crap again. But, you know, they shouldn't be allowed to confiscate everything they feel like just taking. I know. That's, That's why you do not carry ID and you do not carry money on you. You're well, then how do you get your, your money from point A to point B? Go and do it and come back. What do you mean go and do it and come back? How do you do What do you mean go and do it and come back? I ride my moped. 
when I get my money from Social Security, I get on my moped and I go pay those bills all in one day, and I'm through. I don't have to carry any money with me. I carry none. And if I have a couple of bucks to get my gas, if they want to take the couple of bucks, man, you need it more than I do. Yes, but if you don't have your ID on your person, they take you to jail. Anyway, in Washington, they do. How many times have I taught you how to sign in jail? You'd never sign. You'd make the box. (laughs) I'm not going to try this over again. I'm too traumatized (laughs) from when I didn't know what I was doing. And I'm too old to start doing it now. I'm not going back to crime to straighten this out. Sorry. (laughs) Legally, legally, all you you have have to do... You can, yeah. What you can do is you can ask, it, ask. well, if I give you uh, my license and registration and, and proof of insurance, can that be used against me in a court of law? And, you know, if you're recording it, and if he says yes, you know, he's going to have to say yes because it can be. So legally, can be. legally all you have to do is just give your name orally, verbally, your name and your address. And that's see, this, that cop would not accept that. But you didn't ask that the questions. Is, you didn't first ask he, the questions. Well, he he wanted his license, insurance, and all the right. rest of the stuff, which is purely show me your paper. But so, and so that's, they, that's, that's the thing that you know they brainwash people into thinking, oh, you have to cooperate with the police, and you have to give Bullshit. them all that stuff. But there's a, yeah. a YouTube video from a from an ex-police that, you know, um, uh-huh. I don't know what his rank was, but really, really good. And he says that you absolutely do not want to give your license. You don't want to give any paper information right. because it can be right. used against you. And um, right. and if you're going to use the argument that you're, you're, you were just traveling and you're not driving, you know, then the first thing you're doing by showing your license is, is what yeah. people have to you're have driving. if they are driving. You know, oh, you're also speaking, exactly. by the way. The one right we have, you guys, is the right to remain silent. They always tell us that. And, and the, moment right. we hand them that, the moment we hand them ID, and I've learned this, is that that's speaking. And if you have someone else speaking yeah. for you, like an attorney, that's you speaking also. Anything you Absolutely. say can it will be used against you. Anything right, will be right. used against you. Will be. They're not saying it might be. And so that's, that's just it the whole thing. Be. It's like... I have to man up to grab my cojones basically and say, you know, girl, you know, hey, are you doing an investigation right now? Are you conducting an investigation right now? Because I have the, I know that I don't have to say anything if you're doing that. I don't, I don't have to, are you trying to ask, get me to talk right now? Why? Why are you having a conversation with me right now on the side of the road? Are you doing an investigation? They're going to have to take me straight up to jail for staying silent. Well, you know what? And they're not going to do that. They're not because that's why I run my one right. The other thing that, that this guy says, um, this ex-cop says that um, technically you are under arrest when you're being stopped yep. because you're right. not allowed to. You're not allowed to leave. They're not going to let you leave. So even though when you say, "Well, am I under arrest?" and the cop says, "No, he's lying," technically he's lying. you are under arrest. That's a lie. And and part of the other thing too is that when you show them ID, they uh, and they will not give you the uh, Amanda rights. 
And they never gave it to me in any of the time I was uh, accosted by them. And Miranda. So, Miranda, right. Miranda, Miranda, thank you. I I keep wanting to say Amanda, but it's Miranda. Amanda, right. You're absolutely right. (laughs) Right. And you do not, uh, so you do, there was a wonderful law professor that had a teacher, was teaching the class, you have the right to silence. Keep your big mouth shut, he said. And he was right, and the cop validated him for it. That is exactly right. Because when you say something to me, I will use it against you. Right. Right, that's what this guy said. Well, here's and something for you. everybody's got. Yeah. In California, now this is just California law, okay? It, it, it's not my law unless I adopt it in, in one of right. my pleadings or something. But... It's 692 through 694 of the Penal Code, and it states that lawful resistance may be made by the person about to be injured. And then it goes down to uh, 694 and states that lawful resistance right, to a public offense may be made by anyone in view of, of someone about to be injured, anyone that's witnessing that, a passerby. So one incident happened where I... Uh, was I saw a man, homeless guy, who I'd seen around digging in trash cans, being peaceful. I saw him being corra- uh, corralled by three cops. Uh, I think it was actually three or four cops. So I pull over on my bike, and I step off onto the sidewalk. I actually I was still straddling the bike, and I was on the sidewalk with my feet. The cop was, I asked him, I said, do you have probable cause for that? I mean, that took some balls, but I, I was pissed. I was, I was pissed, though, because I was thinking yeah. to myself, I know what lawful resistance is, and this is a public offense, because I know that this guy doesn't have to say anything. And then when I rode up, they, were, they had his backpack up, and they were asking him for ID. And I asked him for probable cause, and the one cop who was standing back shouted at me. He said, get out of here. He's a wanted felon. I mean, he was oh, so bullshit. evil. Right? And it was totally bullshit because they just asked him for ID. How do you know he's a wanted felon if you oh. haven't even got his ID yet? So I, okay. I, I said, well, you know what I'm here for? I'm here under 694 of the penal code, which is lawful resistance. So if you got proof of claim that this guy is a wanted felon, that's your thing, and I'm going to let you go. And he's like, get out of here. I said, can I go ahead and take off now then? Every time he would give me an order, I would respond back with a question. I would ask him, hey, can I go ahead and leave? Well, he cool was telling you off? to get out, so you, you could have left just then. Right, but no. he's also giving me an order. And, yeah. and yeah. if I follow his order, he could be grabbing me, see, at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now, what I did do was ask him for permission, okay, to go ahead and take off. And he told me, go ahead. So I stepped onto the street, got on my bike, got ready to take off, right? And I was like, he's like, you're not leaving. Get out of here. And he said, you got ID. Right at the very end, when I was just about to step off, like pedal away, they, the one uh, bad cop, actually nice, they're all bad. This, these were all bad cops, in my opinion, because they were just kind of harassing someone. But they, the guy goes, you got ID? And I said, well, I don't use public ID. And then they looked at each other and said, should we take him? Yep, take me. They started, they just wanted to take me. Uh, yep. And the guy, the guy that gets me in handcuffs, 
says to him, uh, tries to get me to like not look at him. And he's ordering me to turn my face away from him because he's thinking I'm going to spit on him or something. <laughs> you, 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 could, you could spit on me. And then they put me in this huh? paddy wagon, right? And they, they stole me, right, off the street. Take me without Miranda. And they even said, we just uh, took Miranda. you with no, with no Miranda. That's what the cops said to me. We took you and we didn't even Mirandize you. They literally said that to me. And the next thing they were saying was that, are you sovereign? Oh, you're sovereign, aren't you? You're a sovereign citizen. And they started laughing at me, and they were just joking, and they got me in there, and they are talking about someone's going to take my bicycle. So they transport me, right, traffic me, human trafficking, down to the police station, right, where they introduced me to other police officers as a sovereign citizen, which is totally slander. Uh, right. And, and, and you know what, man, these, these guys, they, they had no real clue, in my opinion, they were just trying to do, they're following their orders, you know, to take, if someone's a sovereign citizen, bring them in. Someone's acting like a sovereign citizen, bring them in. And uh, that, I've had another couple of cops actually tell me, because I'm, I'm active with this shit, I actually go out and I challenge the police, you know, so I don't know if anyone's still there, did I, did I get hung up on that? No, no, you're, no, no, we're all here, go ahead, honey. Okay, okay. But, uh. That this this is a really interesting, uh, you know, like turn of events for me because when I realized that lawful, lawful resistance could be made and that there these guys are saying that the statutes apply to me, well, wait a sec. If the statutes apply like you say they do, then I can make a lawful resistance against a public offense. Right. Public public meaning outside. And so they did not allow me to resist. See, and when cops are saying stop resisting. Stop resisting. And, and a person says, hey, I'm not resisting. I'm not. And what they're doing is they're vacating their position and their right to resist. That's correct. See? That's it's right. so sad. It's so sad. They, they are covering their ass so that the people, when they inspect their tape, say, I told the person to not resist. But when you come back with, I am not resisting, mm-hmm. they have nowhere to go. They have no place to go with it. And so that's important that you get that. However, whenever you go into these courts, you do not sign anything. You print, print, print inside a box. A box means they can't do a thing about you. They can't get money from you. They can't get money uh, off of your name. They can't use your name. Where do you find that information at, though, about the boxing? Maritime rule of boxing, uh, right? Uh, I, I got it from a fellow who said that, uh, was telling us, and I have used it in my uh, detention, and they dumped me. So Did they? Okay, cool. Here, oh, yeah. I've used it. So it, it does work. And what um, hmm. the song the well, they, they kept your car, though. And they kept. That was a whole different thing. I didn't sign anything for the car. They, that's theft, and I call it that. But the, the issue this guy was saying, he was on a naval ship, he was in the Navy, and he wanted to get off the ship. And someone told him to write out what he wants, where he wanted to be shipped and to get out of the service and border it in red, border the whole paper in red, and he did that. He was off that ship within hours, if not a day. The government does know it. I have sent it to IRS. 
I have used it in Ash uh, in uh, Easley, South Carolina, in the court. I have used it in several other things. I don't always see the results now. In Easley, uh, you're making a lot of noise, Donald. In Sorry. Easley, no problem. It's me. You want me to mute I think it's you? me. Oh, Patty, do you want me to yeah, mute I gotta you for that? Okay. And uh, what in Easley, they even took the payment I made in that box, and I paid them not a cent. They took it from my corporation account. So you can use these boxes. It's imperative you put anything you sign. Even in, uh, I'm I'm getting up. And when I go into when I go into the credit union, I do uh, I print everything. I print absolutely everything that. No, is, that wasn't uh, me. Oh, it wasn't mm-hmm. you. No, that's just I'm just walking down the street, you guys. I'm sorry. There's it's it's San Francisco. There's delivery trucks. But uh, the thing about uh, the boxing uh, was that I, I had a question about that. Was that okay? Uh, do did you know that the federal styles manual for the government printing office speaks about brackets at section eight point one seven? I believe it is. They I say that so. any anything in the brackets gets omitted. Is supposed you know. To, from the from the page, I've seen on on some lawyer paperwork, uh, they put the law actually in the brackets. <laughs> they send a letter to the people and they put the law, the quote that they're like uh, trying to enforce in brackets. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it me out. that means there's no no law on the page. Talk about just assuming, knowing that your audience is going to be totally ignorant and well, yeah. if, you, if if you've ever gotten a speeding ticket. Um, you know, yep. I everything is in a box. All that everything but your name, but your yeah, name. Yep, exactly. Now I have the Chicago <laughs> Manual of Styles, and we have another style book here that a judge who his girlfriend rented the room in my in the big house when I lived there, and he he pointed to this style book. It's a real thin style book. Uh, here, strunk, strunk and white, strunk and white, the elements of style. And he said, this is the Bible of the judges. I and have I'll that. Go th- I have that. Book. And let's go through it, Emily, and uh, when we both take a few minutes and find out if there's something in here about boxes. Enclosed parenthetic insp- expressions between commas. Do not break sentence, colon, are, are you, are you, are you? Do you have it right in front of you now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, let me go get it. Okay, hold on. Is it, it's, called, it's called The element of, Elements of Style, right? The Elements of Style by William Strunk, S-T-R, okay. like in Robert, U-N-K, Jr., and E.D. White, the mm-hmm. color. And I think this is what the judges use and how they... Because they do everything in adverb, verb is what we've learned with David Wynn Miller. But the box, David doesn't go with that box thing. But I used it, and they couldn't do a thing with me. When I got arrested and they stole my car, they said, I told them I have no license. Insurance had expired. And um, 
that I did not, I said, I do not um, comply instead of consent was my error. And uh, they, um, they, they kicked me out after six days. They tried to collect on my box and they couldn't get any money. So the excuse they used was, well, you do have a license. And uh, this gentleman up in uh, Virginia or something uh, told me that no matter what, your name never goes out of the license part. So even if you haven't renewed it, your name is still in there for a license. So um, I had an ID card, but not a license. Yeah. So, uh, but I don't even use that. I attempt to not carry my school license with my school uh, picture card, but I can't get my moped out of the um, parking lot across from school, so I have to carry it. So I'm a good girl. Let's see. I haven't looked at this in a long time. I'm getting uh, strunk style, and then underneath it, it gives me another one for Fowler's King's English. What's that? What is it again? Dollars? Dollars. O-W-L-E-R apostrophe S, King's apostrophe S, English. Now, that might be interesting because you're talking British. Oh. That's probably British. Maybe not. Maybe that's just his last name. I push go. No documents match this query. Okie dokie. Uh, So yeah. where does it does it talk about signatures in here? Wondering. Well, oh, I'm see, when, the, when you all have to look at all our names are in box capitals. You cannot write a name in box capitals. But what, so what you are you going to say about the elements of style? Well, this is where um, the judge said this is a very very good book that that judges use this book as their Bible. So whether it's for writing or not, I'm just looking to see if there's anything in here. Parenthetical expressions. Yeah, the last... Parentheses. Yeah, misused word expressions. Yeah, that's like that, a really important section. Yeah, 36 to 37. But see, this is a very, very little use Oh, knowledge about the box. Hey, what page is it on? I'm looking at parenthetical expressions, parentheses, pages 36 and 37. Hmm. I must have a, uh, like a smaller version of that book, condenser. That's only 26 pages. Oh, yeah. You you do have a condenser. I'm going to see if there has any box. I'm seeing just the front of what's in it, and it says elementary rules of uses. It's got eight That's things right. under it. Form the possessive singular of nouns with apostrophe S's. Number two, in a series of three or more terms with a single conjunction, use a comma after each term except the last. That's why I keep in the NLA um, proofreading group <laughs> Everybody keeps, they think they're right. They keep putting the comma before and, and you're not supposed to. Let me read these. Three, enclose parenthetic expressions between commas. 
Oh, this is about just commas. I'm sorry. I thought we were well, going to get That's in. still good to, to know. Uh, place a comma before and or but, introducing an independent clause. Number five, do not join independent clauses by a comma. Number six, do not break a sentence into two. Do not break sentences into two. Number seven, a particle phrase at the beginning of a sentence must refer to the grammatical subject. Number eight, divide words at line dash ends, comma, in accordance with their formation and pronunciation. What page are you reading on? I know I have the same one you do. I'm just viewing it on, uh, I'm just, this is, I, oh, let me see what I'm on here. View PDF. I'm on here. This is what it says across my HTTP slash slash www dot Bartley B A R T L E B Y dot com slash one four one slash. See if that'll come up on your computer. This is just this is just to buy the book. This is just a thing on the outside. What you guys can also do is down, go and put the word PDF. Search for strong and white, right? And put PDF. And it's going to come up with all the different PDFs of that. And you'll be able to download the PDF of it and then you can upload that yeah. to audio. Oh. You can, uh, I do it like, I'll upload it to audio if I like a PDF and then I'll listen to the whole darn thing while I'm working or something. But, um, I did That's look right. Yep, it's a good uh, it's a good way to to study on a, at a faster pace. Uh, but the omitting, I, I looked, I did a word search for the word omit, and it's it's mentioned 25 times in this 89 page document by Strong and Strong and White. Wow. So it's wow. omit, and then you can just find it. One's on page eight, one's on page three. They have actually the word omit on page eight is mentioned like nine times. Omit needless words. He omitted so many needless words and omitted them so forcibly. That's what John uh, Durash has to. John Durash needs this book. They yep. omitted, but I can't find the thing about the brackets. But I, I know for sure it's I, it's actually eight point nine seven or eight point one seven or eight point one three. But it's Federal Styles Manual, and you know, as Carl Lentz was saying, that that the federal courts are actually global. There's federal courts in every country, so that rule absolutely. Of, of brackets and boxing is valid if if a box is nothing more than a continuation of a bracket because brackets are basically boxes right uh, without right so what we need yes. to realize is it's just a continuation of the of the brackets so i think that's a contractual thing once you start calling them on it it's like you're you're demanding you're making a contract offer really and then they're going to come back with a with a counter offer whether they ex- if they have no knowledge of grammar or of the way it should be styled, then they may just agree with you. They may. Well, the they point may, is, the, the actual point is not about what what they're writing. It's about what the box means. Just for what I don't know if it was Emily or you that said that law that they put in the brackets means it's non-existent. Right. It's a falseness, and so when you put your box you do the box first whenever they want you to contract with them you put the box first and then put your name in it 
They cannot use that name. They can't monetize it is what I'm saying. You could mm. probably just do the brackets then. You don't have to do the top part they of the and the bottom part. Right? Emily, don't shortcut it. Do the whole bloody box. I'm serious. <laughs> they, I'm serious because the bracket, they're not lawyers, but they can see a full box. A judge can look at it and go, that's a full box. Because if you look at your ticket, the officer's name's in a box, his badge is in a box, his uh, uh, place where he works is in a box, the court time is in a box. I'm going to have to look for my old traffic ticket. Your name is not. Your name is not. On what form? On a traffic ticket. Look what's in the box. All of his is totally protected. Yours isn't. My name was protected, and I did not write my birth certificate name. I wrote Wonder Ann. (laughs) (laughs) You were asked for You just had to change your name to just Ann or something. No. But with Wonder Wonder Ann, shows them. Wonder Ann shows them exactly that. I, because my, one of my names is Ann, so I'm not, you know, far off. Wonder is my choice. Well, then you and, should change this, it to Betsy or something, like, something that you didn't. No, no. I don't want to be like everybody else, Emily. That's the point of what each of us has to be, our own person. That's all I'm encouraging. I'm not going to change mine for someone. Well, this is well, I'm not going part. to call you Wonder Anne. I'm still going to call you Wonder Bread. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but in this uh, American style, the Chicago Manual of Style, it does have something in here about, uh, they call, what is it here? They're calling it uh, box credits and box headings. Now, that just may be special separations. But I'm going to look in here and see what they have for um, for boxes. But I don't have time. My my friend uh, just called me, and we have to go to the Social Security place and uh, storm the barracks because uh, she um, is needing uh, help with getting her uh, Social Security resolved. So. Um, I'm going to have to have us call a quit to our little call here. And it's almost, well, it is 12.15. And let us uh, move on. And I'm going to turn the recording off after we do a a gather. Orpha, are your kiddlies ready for the the hug-a-bug? They've been quiet. They must have fallen asleep or something. But everybody, no, I've, I've, been, I've been on mute. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're ready because we're going to plant some organic plum seeds today. <laughs> All right. Well, let's put our arms out. Okay. And let's get ready for the hug. And think of oh, all the oh, they're already doing it. Think of all the wonderful plums you're gonna have from your from your growing yeah. your seeds, my little planters. And think yeah. of all the wonderful ways you can be who you're supposed to be. Your real, true, powerful, healing self. And spread that around the world. Spread that out. Let's have all that positive energy. Reach out, reach out, reach out, reach out, and help people have a wonderful, wonderful week. And we have a speaker next week. 
We're going to have Sue Wallace again. So if you have something you want, Jim, come, come on. <laughs> they're, not, they're not waiting for you. <laughs> okay, one, two, one, two three. three. <laughs> They go longer than I do. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Still going. You are high five on uh, Orpha. High five. Those little five. energy bunnies are so good high for five. us. Yeah. Here we go. I got I got high twenties here. <laughs> and now you. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.